Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Geek Pit, new and improved. That's right. We've got ourselves a new name and a new podcast image. I'm joined by my co-hosts, as always, the lovely Super Commie Daniel. Daniel, how you doing? Not so bad, man. How you doing today? I am, well, obviously a little bit overhyped for some of the stuff we've got coming up. And sitting there in front of a neck deep poster, we have the always brilliant and shiny cat cat tell everybody a little bit about yourself okay well first of all hi i'm cat this is not a poster this is a band flag oh i'm so sorry Mm, you're on a music podcast get it right baby (laughs) am i supposed to actually say a little bit about myself because i will oh you don't yeah go ahead (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Let's start out. Actually, that's a good idea. Let's start out because this is, because this is essentially a 2.0 launching of this. Let's start out by reintroducing you guys and your music tastes. Kat, what are your music tastes and what is your favorite band? Pop Artist, punk. DJ. I like pop punk. I like EDM. Um, I like pop punk and EDM. I, I don't think you mentioned. Do you like pop? Punk? And I also really like Enzo. Um, my favorite <laughs> artist <laughs> band would be Neck Deep, obviously. Um, I've seen them quite a few times live. Been going to concerts since I was a small child. Shout out Hillary Duff. Thanks for the first concert. Big shout out to Hill D. Yeah. Best Disney star there was. Really? Even over Ariana? Was Ariana a Disney star? Ariana was Nickelodeon. No, Nickelodeon. Oh, whoops. I <laughs> fucked up. Oh, what's the country chick's name? Hannah Montana? Hannah Miley Montana. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Miley Cyrus. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> anyway. All right. Anyway. So, pop punk and your favorite band is Neck Deep? Correct. I thought it was Gorillaz. Hey, it changed. Gorillaz mm. is still my top three. It's Neck Deep, Gorillaz, Good Charlotte. Okay. Hey, that's a pretty good top three. I'd say so. And I get to see Good Lifestyle. Charlotte this year. Ooh. Yeah. Again. At, where at? I get to go to When We Were Young Festival 2023 in Las Vegas. All right. All right. Uh, we'll talk more about that a little bit later. Daniel, super commie Daniel. Hello. Yes. Daniel, hello. Hi. I think I already asked you how you're doing tonight, but let's hear it again. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing great. That's great. <laughs> all right. Daniel, what are your top three and not only top three artists or bands or DJs, top three genres, and then the other stuff that I just mentioned. Oh, God, you're throwing everything out there. I'm just going to throw in the blend, Tiesto, uh, Linkin Park, Foo Fighters, Gorillas. I know that's more than what you asked for. But yeah, Foo Fighters are returning. Gorillas release a new album. And then Linkin Park dropped the new single a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. That's all included in that umbrella. So, yeah, that's what I'm listening to. Those are your top four, if I counted right. Those are your top four bands or groups musically. Mm -hmm. What Mm -hmm. are your top three listen to genres? Metal has to be a lot of EDM Mm -hmm. and I listen to pop. I don't I don't give a fuck at this point. I listen to a lot of pop and I don't give a shit. (laughs) Hey, dude, nothing wrong with pop. Dude, some of those are bangers. All right. Isn't Rihanna RJ? technically considered pop, hip hop or something like that? Pop and R&B. probably a little bit R&B. Yeah. Yeah. Pop. Good stuff. 
RJ? What? Yeah. Yourself? Me? You don't want to hear about a little old me. Go, go. No, go for it. You want my top three of every of the two things? No, three things, not the two things, the three things. Go for it. No, Daniel, the top three of the two things. Yeah, go okay. for it. Okay, top three bands from most favorite to third most favorite. Led Zeppelin. Okay, yeah, definitely some Led Zeppelin in there. Oh, Modest Mouse. Actually, sorry, replace Modest Mouse with Cage the Elephant. So it's Led Zeppelin, Cage the Elephant, and probably Daft Punk, to be honest with you, because that's some really good shit. All funky. Yeah. Top three genres. I listen to everything pretty much equally, including country. When I say everything, I'll listen to anything. But so rock countries for the week, rock and roll, (laughs) EDM, and then actually folk. I listen to a lot of folk and folk rock. So what is folk? Tell me about that. Oh, shit, man. A lot of banjos and mandolins, (laughs) violins played as fiddles. RJ here actually has a mandolin of his own. I do. I've played it for like three months. I learned not even a quarter of a song, an Irish reel, in fact. And I put it down, never to be touched again. Have you guys listened <laughs> to Murder Folk before? Murder no. Folk? That sounds cool. I mean... I'm going to send you both a band, and I think Daniel might actually like it. Hell yeah. Right on. I guess I could just mention the name. You could. I could remember it. Yeah, you could. But... Plug in. Let and me, send uh, it. Let me let me just find it real quick. You guys go on with your stuff. <laughs> I was literally um, about to say, you guys keep talking because I want to eat some chips. Oh. <laughs> no, so Kat, I want to ask you, since we are blending two podcasts together, what was it like talking to Black Satellite? Can you tell us a little bit more about that, please? It was so good. So I got to talk to just the lead singer. Well, it's a duo. So I talked La- to the singer. Larissa, right? Larissa Vale. Yeah. Total sweetheart, kind of crazy in the best way. (laughs) She explained how her and Kyle recorded their sophomore album. And I mean, the way they did it is just kind of insanity, to be honest. But she gave a lot of really good insight. And I love that she was just so passionate about her and Kyle's project. So So this is dropping with this week's episode. So either way, they're going to get a taste of it. So uh, what was it like, you know, just hearing that their sophomore album, you know, was going to drop and just her giving you a little bits and pieces. Wild. She's (laughs) she gave me a lot of insight on how to like how they recorded it and how nothing kind of like sounds super the same across the Mm -hmm. album. Like it's all kind of different. I mean, they put a lot into this album and then they just released the music video for the song Void. Yeah. So that's out. That's wild because she's she's got a cinematography degree. Right. Which I brought up. (laughs) Yes. And I'm so glad that you did, because then she kind of, you know, told me about that and about her time on the sets of all of the music videos and how she Mm -hmm. actually like puts in a lot of her time into the music videos and not just producers or whatnot. So she does get get to talk about like what goes on behind the scenes and Mm -hmm. what the final product really is. She gets hands on, right? Like she's in the directing and the producing and all of that. Yes. Right on. Now, what, and unfortunately, uh, I didn't get to like talk to Kyle, so I don't know too much about what he does behind the scenes with everything. But I know Larissa is very, very hands on. You can look him up by name. So that's what brought up a lot of the questions on IMDb and uh, they get credited. So I'm like, you're a two piece band. 
okay, Larissa has, you know, green this. I was like, how is this all happening? Like, how do you make it happen? You know, that's that's why I had to throw it in there. Yeah, it was a great question. I really appreciated you writing that. <laughs> RJ? Is eating a chippy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> are <laughs> so you anyway. going to be <laughs> are you going to be making it to the show on Wednesday? He is signing that um you, we need to keep talking so that he can finish eating his chip. Holy <laughs> fuck. I love that you're my sister because you literally <laughs> everything, everything was right about what you just interpreted. Thank you. Not in American Sign Language, just in RJ sign language. <laughs> So I'm going to flip it back a few notches. I was telling you about Murder Folk. Amigo the Devil, Perfect Wife, beautiful snippet into Murder Folk music. It's weird, too, because we <laughs> for this uh, segment, we're trying to figure out what should be like the theme song. So anybody else has any compliments or what they want to throw in that's free, we'll throw it into the theme song. I have a friend who makes music. Oh, maybe we could use something of theirs. I'm down. I would love to do that because he's local. So yeah. And And he's my best friend's fiance. So yeah, that might work out. Also, I wish for our unhinged podcast, we can just do Chumbawamba. You know, I get knocked down that song. If anybody knows it. No, no. I see you shaking your head. No, why not? RJ, why not? I think he's saying copyright. Yeah, Look yeah, at me I go, know copyright. But anyway, I know copyright, but I think that would be a good that a song good intro for that podcast. Yeah, yeah, or maybe like I don't know, Hollywood Undead. <laughs> Undead. I'm not gonna go into that. I love <laughs> anyway. them too. Problematic, but yeah, they're great. So maybe like a little bit of a reintroduction as well of this podcast and what will be happening from here on out. Absolutely. Can't this take is it away. The Geek Pit. Here Welcome to we the like, pit. Yeah, exactly. One more time. Welcome to the pit. Death wall. Boom. Let's go. <laughs> no, I'm too scared of those. <laughs> I was telling Marissa um that we would be at her show and I was like, uh, you'll see me at like the back of the crowd because I'm small. I'm fragile. <laughs> That's a little scary. <laughs> If I go, are we getting media passes to that, or do we already yes. have? Yes, bro. Yeah, that's what I've been fucking saying. Take my spot. I fucking work. I think I'll we already should. be out there. So I if think any- we should. I'll take some pictures for you for the gram. Thank you. Because no. I want some. Well, I want Jose's, Jose's gonna, gonna be, be there, there too, so. right? Yeah. Cool. Because then that way, because I really want to, I really do want to bring Larissa and Kyle a cactus. All right. So anyway, RJ, do you plan on coming to the Black Satellite show on Wednesday, uh, March 8th at the Marquee Theater in Tempe? Oh, are we talking about that? Yes, of course. I'm yes, going motherfucker. To tr- I'm going to try and go. Yes. I know you work, but I no. also work. Oh, I do, so. too. I also fucking work. <laughs> yeah, but you're working during the show. I'm working yeah, exactly. before the show. I would yeah. love to go there. Yeah, I know. You really want to see Cradle Phil, too. Yeah. Oh, Cradle and Devil Driver. There? Yeah, both yeah, of them. Their headlighting show. I don't know who Devil yeah. Driver is, but Cradle of Filth sounds cool. I've heard of them before. Oh, ig- ignore the fucking song I sent in the group chat. That's whatever, you know. That was a cover. Fuck. That doesn't count. But also, okay. <laughs> Black Satellite is going to be there, and we're hyping them up. Hell I'm yeah, absolutely. To, I'm excited to see Larissa. I've actually have, I've not heard any of her stuff. 
but after, after editing your your interview with her i'm like this this person sounds like really cool and i bet she's got some really good music she was talking she about putting her emotions Absolutely. and like what she feels at this time of her life into her music but did you listen to like what she said about how mm-hmm. they recorded their sophomore album mm-hmm. in her mom's house yeah. Yes. Oh, wait, we can't. Spoilers, because that's in the interview. Go watch that. Yeah, go listen to that. You can't watch it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Go listen to the interview with me and Larissa Vale um, talking about the sophomore album and her upcoming tour. Well, I keep saying her, but it's just because I only interviewed her. The Black Satellite Band. That's not even what they're called. Black Satellites Tour. <laughs> they're going on tour with Cradle of Filth <laughs> and Black Devil Driver. Band. How about this? They're opening up for... <laughs> Devil cradle Driver filth. and Cradle of Filth. Yeah, uh, Cradle of Filth, they, whatever. <laughs> Black Satellite, uh, they are opening for Devil Driver. Devil Driver is uh, opening up for Cradle of Filth. So please go to the Marquee Theater and see them. And then they do have the full roster online. So please go check them out. Speaking of seeing things live, let's go into our Geek Pit segment that we're going to call something later. We're actually going to call it, we'll figure out a name for it, but this is the recently seen or recently uh, listened to. So we're going to start with Kat and Daniel. Actually, that's the only two people in here who've seen something (laughs) recently. So (laughs) Kat, Daniel, I know that you guys went to a show recently and I hear it was pretty great. I wasn't there. Oh, Daniel, you went to the show. I did not. Uh, (laughs) I thought Kat was there. No, no, no. no. It was Uh, Jose and I. Oh, I don't know who Jose is. Don't say his last name. He's our photographer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We just call him Space Lion. Yes. Space Lion. Space Lion photography. (laughs) Photography. Anyway. I will find his... um... Link, give me a second. We can edit this, yeah. Yeah, does he have an Instagram for his photography work? Yes. Yes, he does, and I think it's Space Lion Pictures. It is. Space Lion Pictures, all right. Anyway. Boom. You and Space He's Lion from my hometown, I gotta rep- represent the motherfucker. Is he, from, yeah. is he from Yuma as well? Yes, he is. Yeah, I did not know that. We said that multiple times in front of you. You have told me that you are from Yuma. I did not know that he was, he doesn't talk about that shit with me, bro. He barely told no. me his birthday, and the only reason I, I got it out of him was because I told him I was registering one of the decadence wristbands in his name, and then it turns out he got the media passes for it anyway. <laughs> he forgot that we went to school together. <laughs> so I was like, hey, your birthday is, you know, X, Y, and Z. He's like, how do you know? It's a motherfucker. We went to college together. What do you mean, <laughs> how do I know? <laughs> anyway... Our photographer, yeah, Space Line. Uh, we went and saw Charlotte Duet. It was a straight techno set, and yes, absolutely, it was a techno set. And what does I that mean they... when you double down on saying it was a techno set? What does that mean? There's a lot of uh house DJs that say they will play techno, but they end up playing end up playing a lot of deep house, and it's not really techno. They just have a lot of techno sounds going to it but no this show was actually a techno show we got there pretty early uh the show started at six got there about 6 30 6 45 ultimately uh the show was actually really really good charlotte duet 
went fucking hard when she went on stage. <laughs> Great support. And actually, this show was um, mainly female driven. Interesting fact is Charlotte Duet went with a different handle before uh, getting big because female D-Days weren't really getting represented in, in in Europe, where she's from. She's from the UK. And fucking here in the States, it's, uh, they're not taking female DJs seriously. And so she had to make a fake handle so she could get her name out there and really don't discriminate against anybody because they can fucking throw down. And she did a good job. Hands down, I would love to see her again. This is my second time seeing her and did not disappoint. And do go ahead and represent anybody that is a woman DJ, female DJ, whatever you want to call it. And also just support techno as well. So do not let any of that hold you back. You've seen her twice now then, right? Yeah. Where'd you see her the first time? Uh, The first time was here also in Phoenix, uh, Relentless Beats. This was in Monarch Theater. So Where not too Monarch far Theater? from downtown Phoenix, <clears throat> downtown oh. Phoenix. Yeah. You know, the cross Over, streets ooh. off of central probably Washington, Washington, I believe. Okay. Oh, uh, they could find it. It's called the what again? The Monarch. Yeah. The Monarch Theater. Where'd you see her this past time? Not too far from there. So downtown Phoenix. So it was at Cityscape. Hmm. I've never been to either of those. I went to like a club next to the Monarch Theater, but mm-hmm. it was like a DJ. It was a, it was a techno club. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. What is that but club anyway. called? Don't know. Back to Charlotte DeWitt. (laughs) Yeah. Daniel, the first time you saw Charlotte DeWitt, was she produced or was her show produced by Relentless Beats? It was. It was. How far apart did you see each show in time? Eight years, uh, 2015. Okay. So what is the difference then from a Relentless Beats production back in 2015 to now? So back then you were looking at like, uh, you're looking about... 750 people in a small intimate club so what is the difference between a relentless beats production in 2015 especially charlotte dewitt and charlotte dewitt's production put on by relentless beats in 2023 so back then it was at the monarch theater and that was about 700 700 750 people small intimate club in downtown phoenix to cityscape which would occasionally cover more than that so it's about if you pack that place up probably about two thousand people and it was outside oh wow that's one of the biggest differences okay you actually had a stage outdoors compared to what it was before because it was indoors and you didn't have that much of a stage presence but with the stage mobile stage they brought out yeah you had definitely have that stage presence if you can bring it out i had a question and i forgot (laughs) cat have you seen anything recently no this is about charlotte dewitt right well yes and i was this is actually a segment about what we've seen recently and we've covered charlotte dewitt there's no there's not no we didn't okay so then so then let's talk about charlotte dewitt some more cat have you heard charlotte dewitt no i haven't no i just knew that daniel was very excited to go see her yeah. Incredibly stoked to go see her. It was but a I'm great show. <laughs> curious, can you like tell me more about how she had to portray herself as a man in the beginning? Yeah. So, and it's on the Wikipedia. It's just back when she originally started. So, this is a couple of years ago in 
European culture, being a music producer, it was still kind of, you know, like all the dudes are, you know, going to be producing music. It's not really heavily uh, women portrayed. So she came up with a fake name. And then eventually, um, once she got big, she's like, no, my name's actually Charlotte DeWitt. And this is what I do. I produce techno. And eventually from that, she just kept on blowing up and getting bigger and bigger and now is a worldwide phenomenon. Do you know what her name was before she changed it to her real name? It was George something. I'll look it up right now. But it was George? something George, yeah. I mean you can't George well, Washington? I, no, not George Washington, <laughs> but it was something, you know, a common European name because George is here, yeah. I'll look it up. So despite the EDM scene in Europe being mostly a boys club, she was able to make a name for herself under a pseudonym that would resemble a, a male pseudonym. Raving George was Raving what she George. was her original name. That was That's her wild. stage name. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And even despite the heavily boys club style of EDM, or the EDM scene, rather, in Europe, she was able to make a, a big name for herself to where she was like, hey, look at me. Turns out I'm not a dude, and I do a pretty right. damn good job. Y'all better start fucking paying attention. Exactly. I goes to show you, like, don't fucking... Don't fall. fuck with women. Exactly. Don't be fucking sexist. Women can do the exact same thing that men do. Fuck all y'all. And we can do it in high heels. Ooh, some of us can not me (laughs) so what was the stage dressing or the dressing of the house in decoration was there any i mean was it more of a like concert style venue absolutely not no it's just outdoors uh the light production the backdrop actually for the stage was all black and then you just had your you know your light panels and that's about it no crazy visuals like you're seeing your higher end shows it was just even if you see her set from tomorrow uh tomorrowland it's just pretty basic and she played the main stage and, and um all the led panels were pretty much black and occasionally you see lights and the uh her design was just an x so that's all you really see it's not too complex so it was great to see something simplistic Right on. And what was the intensity of the crowd like, considering it's a techno show? Everyone was vibing. What does vibing mean? (laughs) That's such a a blanket term. I know. Everybody's just grooving to what was going on. Are we talking swaying? Is there like a mosh pit? Are people like jumping up and down like crazy? No, you don't fucking mosh at a techno show. Um, Everybody was... (laughs) It's just kind of like uh, grooving together, just kind of like, you know, swaying set aside, just digging, uh, going on with what's going on with the flow, just, you know, touching elbows and like, oh, hey, I bumped into you. That's OK. And like just kind of getting with each other, you know, just like, hey, if you're going to say uh, sway this way, I can sway that way. <laughs> that sort of thing. All right. Also found a half eaten mushroom bar <laughs> on the floor at that show. So. What's a mushroom bar? Chocolate bars that have mushrooms in them. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Ground score. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Happy and nope. Not going to trust it. 
ladies and gentlemen on. we at geek network and the geek pit we do not condone taking ground scores unless they're clothing and you wash them you don't wash them it. don't eat it wash it and then wear it <laughs> so what were the drinks like prices or what did they have there both yes <laughs> uh, the most expensive cocktail you could find there was 20 bucks that's not bad it was a tequila drink. I got one of them. Uh, I ran into one of my coworkers who I was like, hey, listen to our podcast. And uh, also they're throwing. I know you like Charlotte Duet. So uh, the Instagram page for Relentless Beats, uh, they're throwing a contest. So go ahead and enter it and ended up getting free tickets. And we ran into each other there because we said, if you win the tickets, we'll meet each other up. Yeah, so 20 bucks, 18 bucks, then went 14 and like $8 for like water. Yeah. So, I mean, seems about normal, I suppose. Yeah, I got a chamoy drink and it was like 14 bucks. So, that's the only thing I drank there. So, especially (laughs) because I had to go see my friend after that. So, now compared to the first show you saw of Charlotte DeWitt to 2023 which one did you prefer if you can even say you preferred one over the other this one actually not because of the crowd and not the openers this one has a lot she had a lot more uh music to offer to her portfolio so Mm -hmm. definitely could transition to a lot more techno music and she was just vibing the entire time like she would drop a song you know take a couple drags of her cigarette or her vape drink a little bit and just like really, she was really dancing to like what was playing on she would um mix a song on she had her headphones on take them off start dancing interacting with the crowd and then like go back and like start dancing again so that was really really great back a few years ago it was more techno was available but didn't know exactly how to play to the crowd but this time she knew exactly how to play to the crowd and that was amazing to see that so she really got confidence and being more comfortable with her sets and it was just great even with uh uh, with the lighting design being so simple she really knew what to do and how to you know entertain the crowd so i loved it 100 percent that's awesome to hear. We love to see growth in artists. And she wasn't awkward at all. So that's even amazing. <laughs> Sounds like she's really found herself then. Yeah. Kat, have you seen anything recently? Well, we talked about this on our last Relentless Beats podcast, but oh. yeah, I went to see Walker and Royce, but that's the last show I've been to until uh, this upcoming Wednesday for Black Satellite. Mm, all right. Yeah. So let me take it over. Next one. Yeah, go for it. So beginning of March. So what do you all have planned for the rest of March? And uh, what relentless speech shows do you have planned for March? Hopefully Enzo. (laughs) Hopefully. I don't know if she's ever mentioned Enzo before. Yeah, I don't think. I think this is the first (laughs) time of Enzo. (laughs) Well, I was super stoked, you know, because it's Enzo and I've wanted to see Enzo for a long time. And then I work a event bartending job and I picked up two shifts on the 18th. And one of those shifts is the Taylor Swift concert. And I don't know what time it ends. So I'm really scared I'm going to miss Enzo. So uh, you're going out there to Gila River Arena, right? For T-Swift? She's playing at the State Farm Arena where the big football finale was. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, you'll be okay. Those shows end at 11. Really? So, yeah. So, they end really early. So, may the odds be in your favor. You just got to fight traffic coming back. Yeah. On the side of town. Yeah. Well, my side of town is yeah. not your side of town. But <laughs> right for the Taylor Swift show, for what we do um, as bartending vendors, we usually end before the show is completely over anyway. So I'm hoping like we'll be able to get out of there and I'll be able to just head on over to Tempe. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, so I will be up at 7.30 in the morning until yeah. like 3.30 at night doing stuff like consistently. So sorry. So bartending and that sort of job, like uh, say last call is at 10.30 and the show ends at 11. Like what does that all detail? take down and everything and like oh you're free deuces have a good night yeah basically all we do is we clean our stuff and we're out we take our cash tips split it between each other take our numbers down and send it to our boss and we're gone where are you working the taylor swift concert is that here in phoenix yeah the taylor swift concert she has two nights here in phoenix march 17th and march 18th Mm. over at the state farm arena where the cardinals play um, cardinals football Yeah, I can't find those for whatever reason. It says no concerts near Phoenix and Tucson, but that's on Ticketmaster. For what? Uh, Taylor Swift. Oh, it's because it's completely sold out. It's sold out in like less than five minutes. Oh, so we don't even have like, how how do I find that then? Where do I find the information for that? TaylorSwift.com? Yeah, you can find it on Taylor Swift's um, website. You can find it on Paramore's website because Paramore will be opening. Paramore is opening that night. Yeah. So that's the main reason as to I wanted why I wanted to work that shift is well Paramore has been a huge part of my life since I was a kid. So and we love Haley Williams. Woo. I can't see on her website, Taylor Swift in particular, where her Let Phoenix me... dates are. I'll pull oh, it up. Jesus Christ. That's yeah. pretty cool. Taylor Swift definitely coming out. You should go see her if you've got the tickets. And if not, try and find somebody scalping tickets. Don't buy from street scalpers, but like, you know, if you've got a colleague who's like, oh, I can't go this night, buy them from me. Do it. I don't know why we're plugging Taylor Swift, but I did <laughs> Because find... this is a music podcast. Okay. True. I did find the fucking website that you could not find. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, yeah, taylorswift.com. You click on the tour, the Eras Tour Thanks. US leg, Friday, March 17th, 2023, State Farm Stadium, Glendale, Arizona with Paramore and Gale. Same thing on Saturday, March 18th, 10, 2023, State Farm Stadium, Glendale, Arizona with Paramore and Gale. Okay, I'm on yeah. taylorswift.com and I don't see shit sorry. like that. But anyway, so yeah, you could probably make it because Enzo is nine to two. Yeah, no, so I'm assuming. Meaning, what's oh, up? God, God. I was going to just say Enzo's not going to go on until later in the evening, probably like yeah. midnight, 1230. Yeah, yeah, that's usually when the headlines go on anyway. So about midnight, 1230. Yeah. You're right. But I don't want to have to drive either. That's a good point. That's a good point. I probably won't be at Enzo. I definitely want to see Halion. So hopefully we're able to get to see that one. Halion is fucking gorgeous. Uh, Not only do we have her posters up where I work, but she has made a couple of personalized videos for this show. And I'm just like, oh, my God, you're so pretty. (laughs) Also, and her music is really good, too. Yeah, that's true. I've been listening to a lot of Halion recently because I want to see her live. Also, Atlians. Again, these these alien pun DJ names are great. Both are playing the same same night, different places. One Atlian is at the Van Buren and Halion is at the Dark Star. 
Yeah, Dark Star is going to be more of a house, deep house setting. So you'll probably, that's the type of music that you're going to be running into. Are you guys ready for me to run through the March lineup for Relentless Beats? Go, 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 go. All right. And the March lineup for Relentless Beats is the same as the last time you guys listened in on this podcast. However, there are a few changes, some additions. And so I'll just be running through the whole thing again just to give you a refresher. On March 10th, we have four different shows. Yolanda Be Cool at the HB Social Club in Honolulu. Yeti at the Sun Bar in Tempe, Arizona. Vanek at the Dark Star in Tempe, Arizona. And Phase One at the Playground in Wailuku. So I think Yolanda Be Cool in Phase One will be in Hawaii. All right, March 11th, we have three. We have Phase One again in Hawaii at the HB Social Club in Honolulu. Sultan and Shepard at the Sun Bar in Tempe, Arizona. And Knock Two at the Dark Star in Tempe. March 12th, Knock Two will be doing another set at the Dark Star in Tempe. March 17th in Honolulu at the HB Social Club is Matt Zoe at Leon's at the Van Buren in Phoenix. And Halion at the Dark Star in Tempe, Arizona. March 17th, we also have Inzo at the Orpheum Theater in Flagstaff. Dr. Fresh at the Electric Playhouse in Albuquerque. All right, March 18th, we have four shows. We have Atlians at the El Rey Theater in Albuquerque. Inzo at the Sun Bar in Tempe. Dr. Fresh at the Van Buren in Phoenix. And Minnesota at the Dark Star in Tempe. March 24th, we have Lazy at the Dark Star in Tempe, as well as Drum Code with Leighton Giordani, Bart Skills, and Oscar L. They'll be playing at the Sun Bar in Tempe, March 24th. March 25th is Boombox Cartel at the Warehouse in Honolulu on March 25th. March 25th, Boombox Cartel at the Warehouse in Honolulu. Gasly Presents Gengar will be playing March 30th at the El Rey Theater in Albuquerque. March 31st, we have five shows, starting with Abstract at the HB Social Club in Honolulu, Hawaii. Lil Texas will be at the FX Nightclub in Albuquerque. Snake Hips, not to be confused with Hip Snakes, will be playing at Sun Bar in Tempe. Second to last for March 31st is Bijou at Gentle Bends in Tucson. And now finally, last but not least, capping off March at, on the 31st at the Lowbrow Palace in El Paso, I assume that's Texas, is Drezzo or Drezo. Mm. I think it's Drezzo. Drezzo. Right also, on. shout out to him. Shout out to Drezzo. And that covers the March lineup for Relentless Beats' events. Say there's a couple revisions in there that I noticed. That's it. Yeah, there's a couple of add-ons. Yeah. I'll bring this up again, but Drezzo, um, born and raised here in Arizona, and then spent a little bit of time in Denver, and then basically was raised the rest of his life in California. So that's why it's a combination of Denver and Arizona, so Drezzo. Mm, right on. I did not know that. Anything else y'all want to bring up? Any events you guys are excited to see? Artists that are coming out? Artists that you've listen to recently i would like to give a little shout out here to a local artist who's up and coming they are a dj or 
going into the EDM scene, I should say. He's been in the EDM scene as a showgoer and listener for a long time. You can find him on Spotify and listen to his music on there. It's Glitch, and that is actually G-L, the number seven, T-C-H. And he produces a lot of really cool, funky EDM music. Really great guy. Dope-ass music. I love supporting local artists. I'll have to check him out on my next uh, commute to work. You should. It's Glitch with a seven for the I. Yes, indeed. Because his stream name actually used to be on on Twitch, Glitch with seven eyes. Wow. Switch it on over. Yeah. (laughs) Switch it over to GL7TCH, Glitch with a seven. That seems like it'd be a little bit easier to search up on Spotify. It definitely is. And on Twitch. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, big shout out to local artist Glitch. If you are a local artist and you're happening to listen to us and you want to send us your Spotify page or YouTube page, we'll gladly listen. And maybe even have an interview here and there. Maybe yeah, even. It depends absolutely. on how much we like you. If you <laughs> if you don't get a request for an interview, take the hint. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, don't listen to his ass. Yeah, he's and wrong. I'm not. <laughs> also... Just a big shout out to uh, Kawi from my hometown, from Yuma. You did a great job playing your last show. I know we eventually have, uh, we do have a uh, interview lined up with him, and I'm so excited to bring him on. So Kawi, uh, we will talk to you soon. And I think that's like the only shout I really have going on. Kawi throwing some badass techno tunes. So Charlotte Duet and then Kawi was a big techno day, but... That was a good night. So, yeah. Anything else you guys want to drop or say? I personally don't have any local artist recommendations. I don't know many. If you like folk, there are a few people I could shout out to for folk in particular. They used to be called Mandolin Orange. I think they're called Watch House now. What is it? Watch House. How the fuck do you change from Mandolin Orange to Watch House? I don't know. Maybe the mandolin orange didn't roll off the tongue or didn't grab people. Maybe they (laughs) just decided to change their name for whatever reason. But Watch House is really good folk. Trampled by Turtles. Amazing name. Great four-person ensemble. They have amazing folk and semi-bluegrass music. I'm big into bluegrass and folk music. You couldn't tell. No, I couldn't tell. Uh, of course not. <laughs> yes, I'm into all music. I love every bit of the EDM scene. I love country music. I love rock and roll. I love metal, rap. Yes. Okay, but here's the R&B. thing. Now, when RJ says he loves country music, that is not him saying he loves Carrie Underwood and yeah. like, okay, I was going to say you love like real country music and not the pop stuff about drinking beers and driving trucks. Listen, you get enough beers in me and a truck underneath me and I'll jam out to some of that. Chris and, and your dog ran away, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. It. No, 100 percent. You know what? Money can't buy you everything, but it can buy me a boat. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it can buy me. I can't sing that much or else we'll get copyright infringement. Neither way. I I do like all things. I just have to be in the mood for specific things. Also, one of my favorite bands just recently put out a new EP. Uh, the band's mm-hmm. name is Real Friends. So go check, check that, that out. out. It's right. so good. And the lead <laughs> singer is so hot. Shout out Cody. <laughs> and they love dogs. Right. They do on. dog Aww. park meetups like Aww. all the time on tour. Aww. My dog got to meet them. 
Okay. Right on. That's so cool. Well, I'm really excited for this podcast, just so you guys know. This one that we're doing now? <laughs> like just the geek pit in general? Yeah. yeah. Music geek has pit. been. <laughs> yes, the geek pit queen. The geek pit. Put me in Harry geek Styles pit. Oh, Jesus. That's a little. <laughs> not far enough this has been the inaugural podcast for well i guess it's not the inaugural it's the inaugural 2.0 podcast coming to you from our various studios this is the i'm in phoenix okay well i'm in glendale i'm in tempe anyway this has been the geek pit signing off we'll continue to be the geek pit thank you so much for listening to geek pit tonight so uh really quickly cat where can we find you where are your socials i only like to give out one social and that's going to be my instagram you can find me on ig at k-a-t-t-a-z-z-y that's cat tazzy thanks so much for being a wonderful host and rj what are your handles where can we find you you can also just find me on instagram at postcoital oj p-o-s-t-c-o-i-t-a-l-o-j like orange juice Yes, uh, and that is an inside joke. If you want to get more insight on that, please listen to our Unhinged podcast. And uh, myself, unplugged. Uh, super unplugged. Thank you. It's Unhinged and Unplugged. So it's I think definitely that... Unhinged, but the title is Unplugged. <laughs> All right, you're right. But you know where to find that. And uh, my name is Daniel, and you can find me on my social media at Super Call Me Daniel. You can find the rest of these podcasts and similar shows at geek-network.com geeknez.com and then geeks az and all other social medias and just want to go ahead and say thank you so much and geek responsibly thanks so much geek responsibly can't say it geek irresponsibly